are listening to Kingdom Faith with Phil and Ben, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. Today on the podcast, we have our very first guest, Pastor Jimmy Staten of New Life Fellowship Church, and he's going to be talking to us about the basics of spiritual warfare. So, Pastor Jimmy, uh, what we would like is if you just tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about your call into the ministry to be a pastor. Well, I just first of all I want to thank you guys for allowing me to be a part of uh, as a guest here on this podcast and knowing that it is a part of a, a ministry of New Life Fellowship uh, makes me feel like I'm truly a guest. So <laughs> it's a good piece there. But for me uh, personally, uh, I've been involved with ministry for a long time um, and I started pastoring uh, uh, back in 2001 and been preaching for 20 years now and uh, I still love it. It's a calling in my life and God called me and I've not turned back since, and uh, so I've been able to do a church plant and continue to stay at the same church with a lot of ministries, and this is being a new one, so I'm pretty excited about what you guys are doing and how you're leading that. I've been married for 34 years, and uh, hopefully continue that until one of us passes away, <laughs> yeah. so it's all good. Um, so we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare, as Ben said, and I know you've been fairly passionate about, about this topic, and it's a... It's a topic that a lot of people don't want to venture down because it can become a scary topic, can become very personal to some people. And I, But if you're like me, when I first uh, got into the ministry, I didn't know a whole lot about spiritual warfare. I didn't really know kind of the, the basics of it. So do you, could you like define it and explain it for us, what spiritual warfare is? Yeah, um, I just spiritual warfare is just one of those things that deal with... Uh, uh, demonic forces, evil, darkness, things that, that uh, are part of Satan. And uh, it's a struggle how they fight and how they mark up battle lines and begin to fight the Christian and what he does in his ministries and in his personal life. And they have a goal to take over mm. and to do damage and to pretty much extinguish the light. And Jesus says we're to be the light. So when Jesus says we are the light of the world in Matthew, and we see another side that fights against the light. So basically there is a war and a battle, and it is a spiritual battle. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of people can get confused with normal sufferings and what spiritual warfare are. Is there a difference between the two? I think they can work together. Okay. Um, but I think there, there definitely is. There's a spiritual side to it. Sometimes it rolls over into the physical side. Mm-hmm. Many times it does, but the spiritual side is where it, uh, it begins to, it's where it starts. I mean, in what, in what ways can people kind of experience spiritual warfare, or, or go through it, I should say? I think with spiritual warfare, it, um, it, it happens when someone or a church or a ministry really starts focusing on who God is. When they really start not just letting light shine, but they are letting the beam of light shine. They are being all that God's called them to be, following in His will, sharing the gospel, doing ministries, loving people that don't look like themselves, trying to penetrate a dark area with the light of the gospel. And that grabs the attention of darkness. And darkness is not going to... The darkness, the dark side, I call it the dark side, is not going to let it go easy they're going to fight and i think this is when we begin to have spiritual warfare here we're in an inner city church in a in a uh, not a very very large city but a small city mm-hmm. and we've uh, had to face many of these things from the very beginning since i've come to part here uh, became a part here at new life and began to be a part here in other ministries uh, outside of new life uh, this is the first place i really saw spiritual warfare and uh, it's not gone. It comes and goes from time to time. It's a battle that we continue to face here in New Life. 
and I do on a personal level as well. Yeah, um, and and you mentioned that you know when when we begin to to dive deeper, get closer with God, dive deeper into the Word, pray with everything that we have. I think you know, like you were saying, we can really become susceptible to spiritual warfare. I think there's a lot of things that you know. It seems like like you said, the sufferings. And the spiritual warfare side of things that really start weighing down on a person. And, and I think my my experience with spiritual warfare was, you know, just this, I don't want to dive too deep here. You know, we could always go deeper later uh, into the podcast. But, you know, just, you know, you end up seeing things that you might have never seen before. You might become fearful. But those things have, have taught me that prayer is more powerful than, than I think sometimes we realize as Christians. Yeah, I think prayer is definitely the key. It's the first tool that I use. Um, once I become aware, I think that's the first thing. You have to be aware. Mm-hmm. And so um, going through uh, from the beginning of these, uh, starting this church and getting involved with ministries and people and, and working and uh, where we're working and serving right now, um, I think... Uh, there's some things that we can uh, kind of supply ourselves with. I know there's the armor of God, you know, and mm-hmm. other visions to get that, but I also believe that we can ask for the spiritual gift of discernment. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, the Bible says that we all have a gift, and sometimes I can look, we, we can look around and go, well, where are all these gifts that people are supposed to be having and using? So, so many, so many people are not using the gift, where a lot of others are using it. And you're, and the people that have the spiritual gift of discernment, those people need, you know, as a pastor, you need to know who those people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a pastor, I think you need to to ask for that spiritual gift. And sometimes we need to ask God. That, you know, I ask God sometimes. I say, Lord, I just need you to heighten the spiritual gift. Right now, I just feel like it's, there's something going on, and I can't put my finger on it. And sometimes God doesn't allow us to know exactly everything that's going on, but He will let us know. Um, but without the spiritual gift of discernment, you're gonna have a hard time. Mm-hmm. You know, so the spiritual gift of discernment is very, 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 very important. A lot of people think they have it. Yeah. A lot of people desire it, but you need it because you need it. Mm-hmm. You just don't ask for it to ask for it. You, you ask for it because you know you need it. Mm-hmm. And this area that we're in can get dark. Yeah. It can get dark. It has been many times. Um, I know a lot of people uh, be- can become fearful of this topic uh, particularly, um, what would you say to those people? I, I mean, I understand. Um, you know, there's there's a lot. Um, if we talked about the just, you know, what does spiritual warfare look like? It's such a big topic. Yeah. But I I'd say you know the spirit. One there is just a spirit of fear. You know, the Bible tells us, and Paul tells Timothy, for God did not give you the spirit of fear or timidity, but the spirit of power, love, and sound mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so God's given us. You know the, the spiritual gifts of power and, and, and supposed to have that strong mind and, and all that but not the spirit of fear but we are human beings and in the flesh we will fall into that I had the mm-hmm. spirit of fear at least I know two times in my life mm-hmm. and it was all during spiritual warfare um, but the spirit of fear doesn't you know it's something that we have to fight with we have to we, we need to know that we um, are strong in the Lord but the spirit of fear is something that you don't want Mm-hmm. When it comes on you, it is it is a stronger presence than than you think it would be. But for the people that are afraid of it, um, shouldn't be afraid of it. Um, a lot of churches, it's happening. Spiritual warfare is happening. It's the best weapon that they have, that they don't exist. Um, but they do exist. The mm-hmm. money does exist. And when churches are just doing their thing and 
they have problems and all these things are rising up and they just think it's all just people and they think it's just all just circumstances. Um, you mentioned the word spiritual warfare and people do get afraid real quick. Mm-hmm. It's not a place to be. No. No, it's not. Spirit, the, the spirit of fear is not a good thing. Uh, Jimmy, I wondered if you could touch on that just a little bit more. I think we live in a culture where there's not a lot of churches, or at least there are a decent amount of churches, who don't really want to acknowledge that there is a demonic presence out there, that the devil exists, that because there's heaven, there has to be a hell. Could you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, I can just, uh, I'll throw this out at you. Um, And I can refrain from saying it, but I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) Um, We talk so much about church growth. We talk so much about how to, how to love on the visitor, and those things are important. We talk all about, you know, uh, growing our church, growing our church. And you see the stuff coming from all the big speakers and all those uh, conferences and, and all the teachings. My emails are plastered with it, but you can't find much on spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about it. The church yeah. doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, we think success today is a church that is, uh, that's got higher numbers than they did last year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Satan doesn't care as long as you're not worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ or you're yeah. not doing it with a full heart. Uh, you're not loving people. You're only accepting certain people. The Country Club Day Church is over. Mm-hmm. We're going to see that more and more that it's over. I mean, there's going to be some that people are just going to gravitate, you know, but I think we have to be very cautious to know that there is another side of this. Uh, and, and you got to be careful not to. Jesus needs to be in the front. Mm-hmm. You can go down this path and, and darkness and spiritual warfare can lure you in to another another world where you just, you know what, don't need to be. Um, so we need to make sure Jesus is in the, in the foremost, in the front, because there is a part of darkness and evil that will, has a tendency to lure you in. And uh, that's not what you want. You want to be able to battle, don't get lured into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's not a de- it's not a demon behind every tree. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not, not that's not what we're talking about. But if I believe if the if the churches would start speaking about spiritual warfare, I think a lot of our a lot of the brothers and sisters wouldn't have a lot of the problems that they have. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying you just run up and and you just yell Jesus' name and it all goes away. That's just not the way that works. Yeah, and I think you're right. There has to be definitely a healthy balance because you don't want to be looking for the devil behind every turn but at the same time you need to be aware when there's something more going on spiritual gift of discernment helps with that a lot and I think that spiritual uh, discernment falls into it seems like when I I look at the word and it talks about the devil um, it seems like the word be alert is always right around the corner be alert of the devil, you know, because he prowls around like a lion, seeking whom he devours. I think we can fall into a scary place when we don't think that there's any demonic things going around, or we don't think there's any darkness going around, um, because I think we begin to not be alert. Mm-hmm. And we know how and what can happen from that is the devil ends up coming in and devouring. And, and if you're a church that, you know, might fall into that category, um, it can be a scary place. And so just another question I want to ask you, Jimmy, is is why is spiritual warfare, you know, such a big part of, of who you are and why it's, you know, so much on your heart, um, especially in, in today's churches where we see, you know, it's all about the good stuff. It's all about grace. It's all about love. And those are great, awesome things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, why is spiritual warfare so much on your heart when maybe it's not on other pastors? 
Well, I think some of it is just the ministry that we're involved in. We mm-hmm. deal with a lot of, a lot of different. Uh, uh, we deal with a lot of people, a lot of different sin. They're not all sin is spiritual. War. I mean, there's a sense of part part of that. Mm-hmm. But people bring a lot of a lot of junk in their lives. They bring a lot of stuff here at New Life, and, and they'll come in during the worship. And and you know, there's always there's always some sense of darkness that comes through our doors. You know, there's always going to be that because we are at a cro- This church is at a crossroads. And people are making choices every week, every day. People are mm-hmm. making choices, and we're a part of that. We're standing on that street. We're on that corner of life, giving them an opportunity for a different direction. And spiritual warfare is right there, too. And there's not enough room for both of us on the same block. So we're going to try to lead people to Christ. And there's a dark side trying to keep them into darkness. So this is why we struggle with so much of it. And and so I think it's, it's just so important that we understand and know that we serve the Lord Jesus Christ, but we have a fight that we have to, to fight here. And if the churches don't understand that, and they're just, that's, that's a victory for the dark side right mm-hmm. off the bat. And there's so many people that are in bondage, and that's what breaks my heart, so many people that are in bondage in their sinful life. And the sins that fall down to the third and fourth generation, we can get into that, but the sins that just continue to be in that family, there is a there is deep cause into that. There's mm-hmm. there's some deep there's some deep things into that. And darkness has been rolling and 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 doing ramifications and leading in that one specific bloodline for so long. It's not going to give up without a fight, you know. And people say so many times, well, well, you know, you talk too much about demonic. What I see is when Jesus came, when Jesus came, and did his ministry, you see him dealing with miracles and healings and dealing with demonic. Mm-hmm. And we think, I mean, so many, even Pastor Piers, I might even believe that that's just Old Testament. I'm telling you, we still serve the same God. Yeah. You see it in the book of Acts. You see some of the stuff also in some of the other uh, letters, in some of the books. I'm telling you, they're still here. Mm-hmm. And we have to fight that fight. And sometimes we have to pray. I mean, I've seen people come in, into our church with all kinds of baggage. Yeah. And, and I've seen people... Um, but we don't talk about possession. We don't, you know, we talk a little bit about oppression. We do it when it feels easy. Yeah. But we don't get into the really hard stuff. But it exists. And I, I believe it exists in most of the churches. Just most people just don't see it and don't deal with it. Yeah. The the Jesus of the Bible went to the broken and he went mm-hmm. to the hurting and people who are at that crossroads of life. I think they're very vulnerable to turning their life to Christ, but. Yeah they're also very vulnerable to attacks from the dark side. And I think that's where we see a lot of the issues that we face as a church because we deal with people who are broken, who are coming in with a lot of baggage, whether it be drug addiction or domestic abuse or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. why we call it New Life Fellowship. We're, we're, we worship, we do our things, but we're also a hospital. Yeah. We're a spiritual hospital. Um, it's just who we are. Um, God's called us to be that. As a story of the Good Samaritan, we're not the Good Samaritan. We're the innkeeper. People mm-hmm. bring broken people to this place and we work with them and there's going to be and so when that person comes in broken their stories come in their whole mm-hmm. life comes in and we have to work and deal with that you know and it's it's and it brings in spiritual warfare and it brings in spiritual dark forces yeah you know there could be there could be people listening to this episode and, and be going through that spiritual warfare you know how would you how would you uh, help them deal with it some of the ways I they think, can deal with it. I think one is they have to find out really if they are going through spiritual warfare or not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just make bad choices in life. We just do something really dumb. We do some stupid yeah. stuff and then all of a sudden we have consequences and sometimes those consequences, they're not spiritual warfare. It's just consequences from 
just making errors in our life and then yeah. we just need to go to Jesus and ask for forgiveness and repent turn away from that but I, I think for those that are struggling need to realize that there is uh, some signs that they need to look at um, once you, you know maybe a little help you know this is where we this is the, this is a big area that you're opening up up right now but yeah. this is an area that you know even in Indiana right now they were saying that a thousand for the family social services in Indiana a thousand people they were getting a thousand calls every day normally from the, the mental and the suicide phone calls since this epidemic and virus came up and that's 25,000 calls a day mm-hmm. people are not calling the, the local pastors they're not going to the they're not talking to their church they're calling the world to say fix my problems now I'm not saying that we don't need to go to to uh, to others ask for some help but some things are spiritual we just need to deal with those in a spiritual way mm-hmm. so I, I think that's that's important and and so how do you get through that I think you just one you got to pray mm-hmm. sometimes praying just feels like your wall your prayers are just bouncing off the wall one you two you got to get in the word I say you get in the book of Job you got to get in the hard ones you got to get the tough ones you got to wrestle with Psalms a little bit where David wrestled a lot I think you got to wrestle in those areas I think Daniel is a good one certain chapter two. I mean there's some, there's some tough things in there but I also believe um, I've done both of those, and there's been times I've not gotten a breakthrough, but it's when I begin to praise God. Mm-hmm. So we see that with Paul and Silas. It's not just the praying. It's not just knowing the words. It's, it's praising the Lord. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do those things for two or three days, two or three weeks, and you still don't get a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. But, God does, but God knows. Yeah. It's okay, God. You know, God some, sometimes we say, well, God will not give us more. We see that in Scripture than we can handle. But listen, you can handle a whole lot more if you allow Jesus Christ to be part oh, yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty weak without him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think our last uh, point would be kind of what you already touched on, but why why do you think spiritual warfare, talking about it and educating people about it, maybe look at it from the perspective of a new believer, why would you say that's important? I think it's important for a new believer. I think it's important for all of them, but a new believer understanding, knowing that um, – so many people just want to, you know, we, we come to Christ and he's going to take care of all my needs. He's going to take care of everything I have and he's going to take care of you. Um, but we need to remember this is a, that those prosperity preaching, that's not, that's not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to put my seed down so I can have some. It's always about bargaining with God. Mm-hmm. It's always about I'm going to put, they'll say it's a step of faith. But here it is. Once you begin to understand that there's a battle once you come in, once you become a believer, the awesomeness is we know in, in heaven there's a great there's a great celebration in heaven your name's written in the Lamb's book of life all kinds of great things you're part of the family of God you've been engrafted in there you know it's awesome you have forgiveness you're a child of God but there's another part of it once that happens spiritual warfare starts to try to pull you back into their own lifestyle starts to attack and I think we need to be aware new believers need to understand and know that there's going to be some new things that are going to happen in their life and they need to be prepared for some of those. Mm. And, and I've always been in this place where, and like I said, that prayer, like getting into the Word, and you know, some of the Bible verses that kind of jump out at me, you know, that it's never been about this world. It's always been far beyond it. You know, our, that our battle's not against, you know, flesh and blood, that it's against something, you know, much further beyond us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's against, you know, what our weekly... Our weekly verse is going to be Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, which says, you know, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but, you know, it's it's against rulers, it's against authorities, it's against powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's what our battle is against. 
Um, and I think when we can kind of put that into perspective, when we can kind of put that into our heart, knowing that the things that seem to be happening all around me in this world might be a little bit further than that. It might not be flesh and blood. It might be something in the heavenly realms. It might be dark forces. Um, and then you can kind of, like you said, gets us down a little bit further of a path than we want to go today. But you can begin to handle it. Mm-hmm. You can pray a little different. Pray more mm-hmm. specifically for things. You can, you know, get into the deeper stuff. Get into Job. You know, read stuff in Psalms. You know, read those types of things. Get with people who might have uh, gone through it. Talk to your local pastor who might know some stuff about spiritual warfare. But, but like you said, when you get into to spiritual warfare, it's such a big, big topic. You know, mm-hmm. we can't pinpoint just one specific thing because we could ask 10 different people who went through spiritual warfare and they're probably going to give us 10 different answers mm-hmm. of how they went through it, how they got through it. Um, but the biggest thing to know is that our, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, if you took the chat, if you took this verse and you started dissecting, you'd mm-hmm. realize how big and how, there's, how big this is. So there's more going on than what we can see as human beings, even as believers. And I always believe God is doing more than what we can see. And it's better to be on God's side mm-hmm. than the lost side. So even though we get attacked, I can do all things through Christ. It strengthens me, and I know that. Amen. And I think another part of that I did leave out was scriptures by memory are powerful. Mm-hmm. It's not about just learning it and knowing yeah. it. It's about experiencing it, experiencing mm-hmm. the power of it. But uh, spiritual warfare is a big topic. It really is. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure maybe later down the road we'll go maybe a little bit deeper yeah. with you. That would be good. All right. Well, that concludes our episode of Kingdom Faith. Thanks we just, for having me, guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we yeah. want to thank you, yeah, Pastor thank you. Jimmy. That's good. Taking you guys the are time. doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Well, we just want to thank you for taking some time out of your day to join us. And uh, as always, if you have a comment or a request for an episode, or if you have a question that you might want to ask Pastor Jimmy, you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith.